No one, and I mean no one, comes into our house and pushes us around. You believe that America is the land of opportunity? Yeah. We're soldiers, but we're American soldiers. We've been kicking ass for 200 years. And those of you who are familiar with it know that in America, democracy is hypocrisy. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. You're listening to the Abolitionists Roundtable with your hosts, Phil Stargell and Bruce Flurry. They're leading the charge in advancing the conservative revolution. Join the conversation at 734-822-1600. And now, your all-American hosts, Phil Stargell and Bruce Flurry. And good morning, and this is Phil Stargell, and this is the Abolitionists Roundtable of Michigan. Art of Michigan for short, and sometimes we use both of those names. So um, whenever you want to do any correspondence, either either one does uh, equally as well. This morning, uh, I wanted to uh, uh, have uh, in studio uh, this uh, as doing co-sharing co- co-host duty this morning, Bruce Flurry. He was so uh, supposed to be in. I think we got a little case of uh, 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 something uh, uh, wrong with his uh, connection. So, But it, he uh, may, in fact, be here at uh, any, any moment. So keep an eye out for that. And, but we, in the meantime, we'll carry on. I wanted to uh, uh, get a little bit of information out to you this morning. Um, we have, um, since the the election last year, it uh, it and the the death of Rush Limbaugh and things like that. Things have uh, have been uh, a little bit, and we've drifted away from uh, the the normal uh, format of sticking pretty close to the agenda. But today, the agenda is going to be something that I I think that people need to need to uh, give us a little second thought to because all you hear today is that racism is out of control in America and and the country uh, is is uh, never going to be a a uh, country not divided because of racism and the 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 the, def- the dividing force in this nonsense is the Republican Party and anybody that disagrees with the Democrat Party. But especially the Republican Party because we, as a a general uh, uh, way of speaking uh, toward what our our, uh, reason for being in existence is, is the the Constitution. Because the Constitution, in my estimation, makes America the great place that it is. And the Democrats have never had any regard at all for the, the, uh, the, the, the whole idea of a Constitution being the glue that held the country together. They have been against it ever since it uh, it came about, even though some of the the people that were responsible for this great document, this constitution that limits the power of government. A lot of people don't realize that that's what the purpose of the constitution is, is to to have a 
a a way of limiting the 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 abuse or the potential abuse of uh, of old power mad politicians and uh and and the Democrats seem to have a unlimited supply of uh, power mad individuals that put their interests in their quest for power over everything. And that's how come they have little or no regard for the Constitution. And uh, they constantly look for ways in which to 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 find a loophole around or a a way under it or over it or whatever, but not to adhere to the 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 idea of a constitution limiting their power, and so this is where we uh, where we are going to begin this morning. You hear all the time that racism is is the is the problem and it's systemic and it is all encompassing and it's all against minorities and sexual libertarians uh, or, uh, you know, people that uh, just don't uh, uh, have uh, the the idea of uh, conforming to laws. So, you know, for whatever reason, uh, the the homosexual things are... uh, uh, they, you know, they're they're not so much uh, against the law. They're they're just against the 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 conformity of uh, past reasons and laws were made that encompass them because they uh, they they were always uh, uh, against um, the the norm uh, behavior and and they've done a pretty good job of making their behavior pretty much normal today and people accept them even though they uh, they don't don't want to be a part of that lifestyle they accept them and and uh, and the Republicans I think have done a, a, a pretty good job of, of uh, trying to coexist with uh, something uh, that is a little bit above above the the the, the everyday uh, procedures of right and wrong. I mean, you know, one person's perception of right and another person's might have a complete opposite uh, belief. So that's, and I think that we've done a pretty good job of accepting and trying to bring that lifestyle into the mainstream. And, 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 uh, but, but the Republicans get absolutely no credit because they do feel as though just like everything else there there should be some limits and uh democrats don't feel that uh that it's in their interest to 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 put limits on anything and you go from um the the homosexual uh the the abortion issue every one of them the more that they can get of that behavior the better and that's the Democrat creed, and that's power. Because what they will do is they will bend the laws and and, and ignore laws and everything else when it comes to uh, something in that they favor or that they are in agreement with. And then they want to put limits on everybody else, and then blame the Republicans for the 
the the uh, the, the damage that is being done. And and the best way to look at it is the racism, all of the systemic nonsense that they talk about being in it in uh in use today is all as a result of the handiwork of the Democrat Party. What I mean by that is if you think that the uh, the police departments are corrupt because of racism, every last law that is in place that that you consider to be racist was put in there with the help and probably without the help of one or more uh, Democrats and Republicans. What I mean by that, if you go to the South, all of those laws down there in the, the, the states that were Confederates and the ones that seceded from the Union, they all had black codes that were in existence during slavery. The North also had black codes but once slavery was abolished, they abolished those black codes. The Democrats also abolished their black codes, but they put in Jim Crow laws to replace the black codes. Whereas in the Northern states, they didn't replace specific language toward black people with black codes. They put the law out as being equal and everybody was under the same laws. In the South, there was a, a law for black folks and there was a law for white folks. And that's, and that's undeniable. You can find that information. All you have to do is go to any, any uh, dictionary or any um, uh uh, school book almost, but it's in there, but it's not explained well because the Democrats control the education system and the curriculum. So what I, this is I'm saying this to say this, that if there is systemic racism in America, thank the Democrat Party because they wrote the rules in almost every city in every state, and and uh, they never changed those laws that uh, that they, uh, especially in the South, to to compose with the Constitution. They always were. Uh, they always put laws in that were actually civil rights laws because they weren't written by the Constitution, and they weren't. Of following the Constitution when they put them in there. And the proof of it is all of the black codes start out with any person of color or every black person or every, most of them use people of color as the, as the defining thing of, of uh, uh, how they identify it. And every last one of those black codes and every last one of the Jim Crow laws specifically pointed out that they were to control the black populace. And so um, today's laws 
don't make a distinction. They say everybody. If you look up the, the laws of, of Michigan, if you look up the laws of uh, Pennsylvania, but if you go down below that Mason-Dixon line, there was a time when those laws were specifically directed toward black people, and they said it. And I can show you one of them. This is Mississippi. And their, their codes were started out with all persons of color. Now, some of the other ones did not start out with uh, with all persons of color. They they specifically uh, said uh, Negroes and and stuff like that. But I'm 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 wondering why it is that people uh, in the Democrat Party, and I'm going to give you a specific example in just one second. But how does people? tell you that uh, people like uh, that are Republican, they, they uh, most Democrats will start out like any presidential candidate that comes out, if he's a Republican, if he makes it to the White House or not, he will be uh, the the primary way that they will com- campaign against him, I'm talking about Democrats, is by saying that uh, that he is biased toward race, and that's the theme of the of the uh, of the of the election from that point on. The Democrats are going to make it a thing about the race. When you look at George Bush, they called him a racist. Ronald Reagan, George Bush Senior. All of them were, were uh, deemed unelectable uh, as far as uh, black people were going, as far as the Democrat Party was, primarily because they deemed them to be racist. That is, a, that is a real, real nasty thing, because how would it be that Democrats can say that the Republican Party is the party of racists when they are the ones that put all of the laws in that and and did all of the action against black Americans as racist and be uh, during slavery and after slavery, which is where the racism comes in because slavery uh, wasn't a thing about racism; it was a thing about man's inhumanity to man to another man. That's what that was. It was inhumane what the Democrats did, but they had no problem with it. But today they will tell you that the people that took this country out of slavery and put it on a course to trying to make this the greatest country ever to be exist in existence on this planet, they want to tell you that those people are the racists and the Democrats are the ones that uh, that had civil rights in mind, and they believe in civil rights for for black people. So I don't know how that that paradigm shifted like that, but I can tell you, just my research tells me that um, the Democrats have been very willing to 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 pay any amount of money 
to get what they want. And they're doing it today, as you see by this monstrosity of a so, so-called COVID uh, uh, directive that says that um, that the, the government needs to throw a whole bunch of money in about COVID uh, to combat the pandemic. And you look at it and it's about 9% of, uh, of that goes to, to COVID relief and the rest of it goes to line people's pockets like the Teamsters Union where a thug called Tomka come out today and uh, yesterday and was talking about uh, the Democrats need to take the filibuster out of Congress. I think that uh, uh, Mr. Trumka ought to stay out of uh, out of the congressional business that's going on and run his union because uh, he 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 uh, he's losing control of that because uh, you you see uh, what. Uh, Joe Biden did. It's the first president I've ever heard of that comes in and 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 on one of the first acts that he does as president is eliminate ten thousand union jobs on one job site, and Trump is nowhere to be heard from. Now I'm the I've been in the construction uh, business as a as a union construction worker for over 50 years. And I got the 50-year pen to prove it. Trumka should keep his, his nose out of the business of Congress because Congress is corrupt enough without people that don't mind trying to corrupt people with influence like the, like the unions do. You know, you, you've heard of the, uh, the old saying, I gotta, I'm making my... Uh, uh, an offer he can't refuse. That's what they're telling Joe. And Joe Biden, this guy is—he's—he's uh, he's just up for, for grabs, you know, for whoever can, uh, can uh, get him to do what they want him to do. But here is what, uh, just real quickly, Trumka said that the the uh, when the uh, the Pro um, Act, the, the the right to organize, the pro- protecting the right to organize. That's the Pro Act. Five Republicans joined almost all the Democrats on the House Tuesday night to pass the sweeping protecting the right to organize. I mean, when did did did, did anybody lose the right to organize? But here's the, here's the thing. A lot of people uh, think about uh, the unions as being uh, uh, just like the Democrat Party. They're out for the little guy. Well, these guys are not out for the little guy. If they allow people to take your jobs and throw them down and just shut them down and, and like the uh, the pipeline and, uh, and, the, and the other things that are ancillary to it, the wall, the same thing. There's a big hole in the wall, and we got people running across the border instead of, uh, of finishing the the project. They just walked off and left it, and now we got a much bigger problem. Where where was Trump at when he said 
that uh, the 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 Democrats should just go ahead on and eliminate the the filibuster so they can just pass anything that they want. Again, this is a this is a, a, the 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 epitome of the unions. Uh, uh, looking to to uh, to get something that they really have not any business doing. You need to uh, first of all, you need to limit some of the power that the president has shown to throw your workers out of work. And uh, and and this is uh, you know this is w- w- the thing that really bothers me is that Trumpka gets in there and talks about uh, uh, breaking the filibuster, he's not going to let anybody come in and tell him how to run his, his organization. Uh, he says uh, the, the very survival of our Democrat, Democratic Republic is at stake. And standing in its way is an archaic Senate procedure that allows the minority to block the majority. <laughs> My goodness, the AFL, yeah, because like I've been in unions where uh, they they make you stand and vote so they can see who who uh, has uh, is against something, and then they retaliate against that person. You know, so I, I know about what what uh, when when people like uh, Trumpka tells you that. Uh, uh, something is an artifact of the Jim Crow laws. Now, the filibuster of Congress is an uh, 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 an artifact of the Jim Crow laws. Again, we we everything has got to be about racism. But uh, is the is the losing of the jobs on the on the uh, on the pipeline is that about racism? No, it's about stupid policy that people are forcing on people and putting people out of jobs and telling them it's good for them. And this is what the, 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 uh, the unions have done and, and have been able to do. I uh, interpret the union movement, the way it's been practiced in this country for a number of years, is that the, the, the unions have been an enforcement arm of the Democrat Party, uh, the same way as the Klan was. So if they want to talk about uh, uh, some uh, something being art, art, uh, artifact of, uh, of Jim Crow laws, that's what the union movement has been in this country. And, uh, and, 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 and I, like I said, I've done it for 50 years, been in the union for 50 years, and, and I've been all over the country working. And uh, and I've seen much the same thing happen when we built the Amtrak. It was it was the same thing. Uh, there was uh, I quit the Amtrak and, and 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 left and went into another portion of the because of just this kind of a, a oppressive idea of the of the uh, of the government thinking that they knew better. And so, and what happened to us? Uh, you know, it's too long to go into here, but let's just leave it to say that I quit the Amtrak after working uh, uh, from uh, Ohio all the way out to St. Louis, Missouri. 
and got fed up with it and, and left and went to do something else. Now, this is uh, basically what is going on with that with that pipeline. The government, with their interference and stuff like that, just throw the workers to the to the wind. And the people that are supposed to be looking out for the uh, the, the union turn their back and let it happen because they uh, got bigger fish to fry. Uh, as you can hear, there's a, 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 a break coming up, so we're going to go to break, and uh, uh, we'll be back after these messages. You're listening to the Abolitionists Roundtable with your hosts, Phil Stargell and Bruce Fleury. They're exposing the left's underground resistance while leading the charge in the fight for liberty. Join the conversation at 734-822-1600. Hello, I am Milt, and this is Logically Speaking Uncensored. The Democrat Party, receivers of stolen properties. The Democrat Party during the 2020 election for president stole millions of legal votes meant for Donald Trump and recycled them to China Joe Biden, making him a receiver of stolen property. This unlawful open thievery mystified people as to how it happened. But if you know the history of the Democrat Party, you know that they have been receiving stolen properties ever since their involvement in the buying, selling, and trading of black slaves as property. Today, with assistance from evil forces, domestic and foreign, especially communist China, they are transforming the United States into a vote-stealing sanctuary. Many people don't know that their vote is their personal and sovereign property, and any usage or transgressions against their vote without their permission is unlawful. And any entity that accepts an unauthorized vote is a receiver of stolen property. The Democrat Party's business operations procedures are comparable to a chop shop. For information, a chop shop is an illegal business that receives stolen property, primarily vehicles, to remove parts or renovate the vehicle to recycle back to the marketplace as lawful property. If you exchange the word vehicle for vote and chop shop for the Democrat Party, their operational procedures are virtually identical. White Southern plantation owners who expedited the creation of the Democrat Party were enthusiastic receivers of black people as property. Today, people are allied with the Democrat Party are de facto receivers of stolen property. Democrat Party efforts to protect their ill-gotten human properties provoked a civil war that killed thousands of Americans and ruined the lives of many more, financially, mentally, physically, politically, and spiritually. The Democrats, the master receivers of stolen properties, stole Reverend Martin Luther King Jr. remarks and legacy fight against Democrat Party racism, segregation, and oppressive hatred for black people, and in chop-shop fashion, refers his words and legacy as to make it seem 
They always loved King and never racially oppressed black people. The Democrat Party blueprint for advancing white nationalism, privileges, and supremacy was stolen by Adolf Hitler, a maniacal tyrant who integrated it into Nazi Party ideology. However, using chop shop operational procedures, the Democrats, receivers of stolen properties, renovated their history to conceal their contributions to Nazism. Today, the Democrat Party as neo-communist, fascist, Marxist, socialist, has cultivated stealing of lawful votes into a methodical art. So from today forward, the Democrat Party, who engineered unapologetically the unconstitutional theft of millions of lawful votes meant for President Trump and recycled them to China Joe Biden, are criminal receivers of stolen properties. I am Milt, logically speaking, uncensored, saying, think about it. And thanks to Milt uh, for that great commentary this morning. Uh, and it's right on time with, uh, with what we're talking about here. I want to get back, real quick back to Trumka. Uh, he said that this, again, was an artifact of Jim Crow, a, a creature of white supremacy, a procedure that was said to encourage robust debate, but has turned into an instrument of government paralysis. It's not paralysis. When you uh, when you talk about putting a law like this, uh, it it uh, it says that this pro act would forbid employees from interfering in union elections, prevent employees from using an employee's immigration status against them during employment negotiations. And, um, does that mean that if uh, if you're in the country illegally, that uh, you should be able to negotiate a job uh, uh, regardless of what the law says? Okay, and then it says give the National Labor Relations Board the ability to find companies and executives that violate workers' rights and would allow unions to override right-to-work laws now that's override the the your legislature's idea of how they want to run the state, but it it allows unions to override right to work laws by collecting dues from workers who opt out of paying them. Now it's hard enough to get out of paying union dues as it is. This law would eliminate that, and you would be forced to join a union regardless of what you what you feel about it. And I think that uh, that goes against everything that uh, the Constitution of this country guarantees every person in this world of freedom to sell his time of life to the highest bidder and to to the person that he feels that is is uh, looking out to respect his interests, not to some third party that's saying, "Well, we're we're you're going to do things our way." That's that's what the union has done over the years. That's why we can't get uh, a, a decent uh, uh, um, cons- and consistent uh, level of, of, of uh, high excellence in our education system because the, 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 the union has corrupted that institution where the, uh, our kids are against 
the whole concept of America because of the union movement. So um, I just want to uh, 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 make another uh, uh, point here this morning uh, about what uh, the status of an institution in this country, the media, and and this is uh, this is alarming. Everybody is talking about racism and white supremacy as being uh, the problem in this country. I'd like to know how it is that when somebody disagrees with people like Trump or people like uh, uh, President uh, Biden, if they are a, a, a black person, then they're called a sellout. But when white people like Trumpka and, and, and a bunch of other people side with the Democrat Party, the, the inventors of racism, the, the genesis of racism in this country, and I'm getting ready to show you why, then they it, it's all right to to uh, to call them sellouts and all of that, but uh, but if you say anything uh, uh, about the Democrats, then 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 you're racist. It's just it's just on and on and on, and 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 we have got to uh, as as people that are for America, for our Constitution and all that. We've got to first of all we've got to defend America. But the Constitution says that the people that are politicians and people that are t uh, that take an oath to to serve as whatever any government official, they are called to defend and support the Constitution of the United States. That's where the Democrats fall short. That's why I'm against them. And that's why I will do everything I can to try to get people to understand the hypocrisy of the Democrat Party, especially by my own black Americans that call themselves African Americans that don't care about putting the, uh, the, the, the legacy of the, the things that, uh, that the Democrats did in terms of the racism that did or does exist in this country. It, it was all done by the Democrat Party, starting with uh, the, the slavery in this country and the black codes that came along with it that led to Jim Crow laws and stuff like that. And they were able to turn the, the situation around and the people that were instrumental in ending slavery were the Republican Party, Abraham Lincoln and those people. You have people going around tearing down their statues, talking about these people didn't care about anything but uh, making money. And that's how they sold it to people. And that's what this Trumpka guy is selling to people by trying to tell you that he his interest is better uh, served by 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 the little guy 
and he's protecting you against the those those Republicans that are rich, white, and racist, and they are the ones that that perfected that, and they're the ones that perfected it by using our education system and using the media, and the, and 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 I'll give you an example of the pawn of the of the media when uh, Don Lemon says to uh, uh, on his show that Senator Tim Scott and it's, it is, is a sellout because he said that uh, woke uh, supremacy is just as bad as white uh, uh, supremacy. And what did Don Lemon say? Don Lemon said I've never seen uh, a, a woke person uh, denying anybody access to housing or a job or education or voting rights. Are you kidding me? The woke people are the ones a generation ago that had all of that in writing with the Jim Crow laws. They had it in writing with the black codes. And some of the things that the black code said, you, you, have you heard about the black codes? Well, it's the same thing almost as the Jim Crow law, but there's, there's, there's a difference. The Jim Crow laws, uh, uh, at least you had defined rights. And that's what the Democrat, black Democrats used to say when I was a kid. At least we know where the Democrats are coming from. We, we know what they're, they're about. It's the, the the Republicans that that say one thing and mean another, and that's what led to people calling it a dog whistle the day. But uh, but when they when they say that it, it, uh, that, that uh, the the Republicans are racist, uh, if it, if you if you don't do something, how is it racist? And what they're saying is. A, a person can say one thing and, and mean another, and you're supposed to be able to decipher it by listening like a dog to, a, to the dog whistle. It's only on that. So that's, so when President Trump says something like, well, um, you know, there, there's good people on both sides of this thing. Well, the first thing they want to say is that he's speaking in code. Well, what's in code about that? There are are good people on on any side of a uh, of a, an argument or a war even. Uh, but I've never heard. Well, it's like in in Nazi Germany, right? There were some Jewish people that got help from uh, Nazi people that were not uh, Nazis and Frank comes to mind i mean she she uh was hidden by by people the the uh uh so it happens all over but i've never heard anybody that was a a uh democrat in a position to do something to help black people out of slavery i i don't remember ever hearing any 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 heroes out of that i don't remember hearing nobody uh, that was the equivalent of Harriet Tubman leading leading slaves out at, at during the night hours, 
if there was, they they kept themselves night. There, there are no heroes to help black people out of slavery. There was some people. Uh, you hear them talk about uh, John Lewis in uh, Bloody Sunday, and we just just passed here a couple of days ago, and I I got the. Uh, uh, the thought about John Lewis, he he was so adamant that uh, President Trump was a racist and he shouldn't be the president. Well, John Lewis, if you look on the pictures, that what, after the, John Lewis got uh, hit upside the head, uh, they came back and they made that march across into uh, across the the Pettus Bridge. They have Martin Luther King and a, a lot of the other civil rights workers walking arm in arm with white, uh, not Baptist, Catholic priests, uh, pastors or whatever, white. They were white Republicans. The Democrats were standing by with clubs waiting to see whether or not there was an opening so they could smack some people across the head. Nobody has ever uh, mentioned those people. There was a, one of those uh, preachers was, was killed down there uh, uh, prior to the, to the march across the bridge. But they were the ones that sponsored that march. You never hear anything about them. But they were white Republicans. And yet and still, whenever there's something said about it, who gets all of the credit? The Democrats, because that's what they do. They have they have twisted the the, the laws and to benefit them. All of those those laws that were that uh, to stop black people from inter, uh, mingling with white people. And that's what the Jim Crow laws were about. The Jim Crow laws were different from the black codes in the fact that under black code laws, you had no rights at all. Under Jim Crow laws, the concept was separate but equal, and you didn't mix the races. The black people were supposed to have theirs, but you know how that equal stuff would, would uh, come out when somebody is controlling the money. They only give you enough to keep you dependent. And that's why I say the Democrat Party has made and kept black people as permanent consumers, permanent victims, and permanent members of the underclass. And, and that's the motto of, 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 of my civil rights and uh, my Black History Month, that black people have been turned into permanent victims and you see it every day they they uh the democrats dole out this and that but don't allow you to make it for yourself they want to keep it when i was a kid there was a there was a saying that in the south white people don't care how close you get they just don't want you to get too big too uppity and in the North, they don't care how close you get, I mean, how big you get, but just don't get too close. And that was where they talked about the segregation and the, and the housing and all of that, where they redlined people and all of that. 
which it may or may not be true, but at least they didn't they didn't uh, uh, um, do what they did in the South and and enforce. Uh, they didn't have the Jim Crow laws, and they never had. So when they talk about something being systematic, start with the South and their laws. That was systematic. These these laws here are not systematic. I see by the uh, time that uh, that I've blown through, <laughs> I've blown through commentary. Did I did I blow through the commentary, uh, Derek? Are we getting ready to leave? Yeah, we got to play the Edwards Notebook. Okay, uh, but get to that, and uh, we'll, we'll be right back after this commentary. In June of 1630, John Winthrop landed in Massachusetts Bay with 700 people in 11 ships, thus beginning the Great Migration. Hello, I'm Ron Edwards. On today's page from the Edwards Notebook, during the Great Migration of 16 years, more than 20,000 Puritans sailed for New England. The Puritans so believed that this new world would be free of the corruptions in their own church-state homeland. They called their colony a Zion and Wilderness and a city upon a hill. Winthrop stated that the aim of the colonists was to advance the kingdom of God and enjoy the liberties of the gospel, thereof in purities and peace. In 1638, the Reverend John Davenport and Theophilus Eaton established a colony in Connecticut. Soon after, the fundamental orders of Connecticut was established. The order stated, For as much as it hath pleased Almighty God by the wise disposition of His divine providence, and well knowing where a people are gathered together, the Word of God requires that to maintain peace and union of such a people, there should be an orderly and decent government established according to God to order and dispose of the affairs of the people at all seasons as occasion shall require. Hopefully our republic will soon reconnect with God and the original founding principles, or forget about it. I'm Ron Edwards. Check out the RonEdwards.com. Sponsored by the Tri-County Liberty Coalition. And we are back, and uh, I just want to say real quick, sorry about that, I get a, uh, but I wanted to uh, get people to understand that this racism thing has got to be stopped, and, uh, and the only way we're going to do it is we got to know. I, I, I employ everybody out there listening, just go to the, the and Google Black Codes and Jim Crow Laws. And uh, and see what you think about it. I want to put on the, put on the uh, air right quick before we go off. Uh, Milt Harris, go ahead, Milt. Uh, good morning, sir. How you doing? Uh, um, I appreciate you uh, indicting the Democrat Party because they need to be indicted each and every day and every time we speak because they have gotten away with their crimes. They never get, have acknowledged them, never admitted it, and they need to be exposed. But I want to say this right quick. I know we don't have a lot of time. If you saw Joe, China Joe Biden this last Thursday with this his sham of a presentation, then you should know and you should understand that they don't respect us. And when a person don't respect you, then they'll do whatever they want to do to you. And that's what happened. He went up there and was talking about a pandemic, which I call a scamdemic, while you are letting criminals into this country by the thousands with no masks, 
no social distancing, no uh, uh, washing hands. They, they need more than hands. They need to wash their whole body. But he's letting them in, and people sitting on the sidelines saying nothing. Women can't even have their own day without them throwing in homosexuals. I'm saying that Joe Biden and them are in power because they are for four things, either for the cowards, those who voted for him, or those who just stand who are complicit. And I'm saying this here right quick. We should stop listening to lunatics. Racism, if anybody call this country racist, prove it by leaving. I don't care who they are. We need to stop listening to lunatics. So, folks, we will see you next week. But look up those black codes and and see what you think of who's the who's the racist and who started the racism in this country. See you next week, folks. The Abolitionist Roundtable invites the Wham Talk 1600 listeners to continue the roundtable discussions by mailing correspondence to Art of Michigan, Post Office Box 135, Garden City, Michigan 48135.